All right, let's talk with Kevin Ray, TV voice of the Phoenix Suns, national radio voice of the Dallas Cowboys, does both. And Trista, those America's are your two teams. teams. So I'm yeah. going to let you uh, get the first question in. Hi, Kevin. Uh, Trista Crick here, a longtime fan of the Dallas Cowboys, new fan of the Phoenix Suns. Everybody is. My grandma actually was a Phoenix Suns fan. Rest in peace to her. Really? Yep. What's grandma's name? Uh, Dolores. Dolores. Well, yeah. send Dolores our best, okay? Dolores, yeah. Dolores probably listened to you and was, like, just super excited. So she would be pumped. <laughs> anyway, I have some things. We have some things to get to because I am – I have questions. My first and foremost question, because I have an NBA podcast, and I'm focused on that right this very second because the Cowboys were on a bye. Uh, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad – until Chris Paul stepped in, was the DeAndre Ayton situation over his contract? Uh, how, how bad or how mad? How how tricky or sticky is that? How, was that situation before Chris Paul you know, was like, listen. Dr. Seuss, what's going on here? What, what are you guys doing? <laughs> before Chris Paul was like, listen, you're going to get paid if we do our thing. It, it right. looked at one point, I think some of the people in the news were saying that there was a possibility that he could even be on the trade block because they were, they were at an impasse. Yeah, and look, I, you, I've said this going back to last year, the day that Chris Paul was signed. He's he's way more than just a player, an eleven-time right. All-Star, and and it is it's one of the reasons why I still feel confident about this situation because of the voices in the locker room, the leadership in the locker room, you know, starting with Monty Williams, but yeah, Chris first and foremost, because he understands really both sides of it. And because of it. Yeah. And because of a leadership role that he had with, you know, with the the players association um, and just the respect level that the DA has for him. uh, I'm not sure too many other players uh, would have been able to, to I don't want to say. Assuage? Talk, yeah, I mean, to talk DA off the ledge. But look, he's a 22-year-old kid who he was expecting a big payday. You see other guys around the league get paid, and, and you're just assuming that it's going to happen. And when it doesn't, you know, it's like that Christmas list you make, and you had nine things on there, and you only got three of them. <laughs> and you're, yeah. you, you're happy with the three, but, man, what happened to the other six? <laughs> so um, Chris is a, is a huge asset in that locker room way beyond the X's and O's, and, and I do believe that he will help uh, this organization, uh, Monty, and the rest of his teammates navigate through this do you think um, do you think that that da will end up getting that five-year max when he's a free agent you do i i really do yeah i really do and look the bottom line is yeah just go out and and do what we're supposed to do as a team and go out and do what you're supposed to do as as a player as a guy who has said i'm ready to take it to the next level and, and look, I, I know this doesn't pacify the people in, in, you know, in the here and the now because the extension wasn't signed, but it's not as though he's losing money now. Right. That extension wouldn't kick in until next year. So go be everything that, that you said you were going to be with that contract extension and just validate it even more. And look, the, the reality is there's, there's a chance just knowing where the salary cap is going could turn into a few more bucks for him in the long run anyway. Kevin, speaking of money and people getting paid, 
I'm trying to help the people get paid by telling them to hop on the Dallas Cowboys to cover two and a half against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday night football. For some reason, all the people that we've talked to on this show, I'm like, hey, I think this is an easy play. Cowboys, better team. They'll cover by two points, two and a half against the Vikings. Every single one of them have been like, I don't know. I'd probably go to the Vikings here. Kevin, from me to you, we've always agreed on everything. Don't let me down now. Why are the Cowboys Three points better than the Vikings. And why is Kirk Cousins so trash and it's not going to stop here on Sunday Night Football against the red-hot Dallas Cowboys who are 6-0 against the spread this season? Well, I don't want to do anything to, uh, you know, to, to downplay or downgrade Kirk Cousins. Oh, so but, but look, That's a great with, national radio voice right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with, yeah, with, with this team, uh, the, the way that they are playing right now, uh, yeah, I, I think any of the folks that aren't listening to you, man, uh, are going to be uh, sorry come, come Monday morning exactly. because I, I, I do feel confident that they will handle – that cover and um, look, it, it it's a defense that's been giving up some big plays. So I, I'm hopeful that they have been able to kind of patch some things up. But that being said, they're still finding ways to make plays. They're generating turnovers, and this offense, you guys have seen it. Um, few people have have been able to to really stop it, and I just don't see. I just don't see, unless the Cowboys all of a sudden implode Sunday night with, you know, multiple turnovers themselves and, you know, major brain cramps in terms of the, in the penalties, which they had, you know, a couple weeks ago. But I'm hoping this bye week has allowed them to go in, tighten some things up, clean some things up, and I feel pretty confident about uh, what they'll be able to accomplish on Sunday night. Um, Kevin, one more follow-up to that. Um, how serious – is Dak's calf strain. Uh, we heard Jerry Jones, I think, came up yesterday and said that he feels very good about the calf. And also some people are thinking that that might be impacting the line just a little bit there. What's the latest you've heard on his calf? Yeah, and look, that's a, that's a great point in regards to the line. My, my guess is it probably is a little bit. And until, until he gets a practice in tomorrow and Thursday um, and we get a better sense in terms of reports coming out of the star, how he looked, how he moved, you know, what, what are they saying? Uh, that line could move a little bit, but by all accounts, everything that, that I'm seeing and hearing out of there is that the calf is good. Um, I'm sure there's probably still a level of, you know, maybe some soreness and, and a little tenderness, but it wasn't, if you watched him walk off that night, he had a, a, a slight limp. It wasn't a significant limp. And it was really just more of a precautionary measure. Get that thing in a boot immediately so there's no issues with it. You had to get on a plane and fly. So get it mobilized. And the fact that they had the, the week's rest, um, I think, bodes well for him. Now, speaking just kind of going on the Cowboys, there's a lot of rumors that Kellen Moore might be heading to another team, maybe getting a bigger job. That scares the hell out of me. I don't know if it scares you, but given who Mike McCarthy is and how good Kellen Moore has been, it certainly scares me. Is there any possibility that Jerry pulls a rabbit out of his hat to keep Kellen Moore for the long term and like create some sort of succession plan for him to take over? Yeah, well, look, I'm I'm right there with you in terms of uh, my level of concern, and and you know you remember Kellen was interviewed for the Philadelphia right. Eagles head coaching job, and and I was re- I was really concerned that that they were going to offer them him that job for two reasons. One, 
because right. of, you know, just the offensive acumen. Yeah. But also, you're, you're stealing away a coach from a division yeah. rival. I mean, what better move? Um, and I was thrilled when the Eagles went, you know, to Nick Sirianni. But, yeah, I, I have no doubt that Kellen is going to generate a lot of interest. And it's really just going to come down to to Kellen. Uh, I mean, he was given a, a nice bump in, in pay, you know, in order to, to stay on. But it's going to come down to, I think, Kellen's comfort level uh, when those other suitors come calling, whether it be college or or NFL. I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I think because he had a chance, he could have gone back home to, to Boise State. Right. I, I think he's yeah. really, I think he is really passionate about becoming an NFL head coach and, and feeling and seeing the success he's had now the last couple of years. I think that is is his calling. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what you know what teams come calling. I mean, we were we were talking, you know, just throwing out names, but uh, there's a certain team that resides in the Windy City. If things don't pan out for for a guy i mean you look at a young quarterback there my goodness um so yeah i i I have the same level of fear that you do and i'm hopeful that uh that we can hang on to him for at least another year or two and kevin that's why i wanted to ask uh your thoughts on this cowboys team are they legit contenders in the nfc because this is this is really a big year for them and i know that they've kind of taken some people by surprise with only one loss but you got kellen moore even Dan Quinn, the way that he's turned around this Amazing. defense, like he could be looking for a head coaching gig. And you look at next year's cap, it's set to be $208 million. Right now, the Cowboys can carry over 3.5, but their cap, their projected cap next year, $217 million. So I feel like yeah. this is almost like a do-or-die season for them, as crazy as that sounds, and as young as they still are. Uh, do you think they're legit contenders in the NFC? I really do. You know, ha- having having seen the other teams around the NFC, um, yeah, certainly, you know, you, I mean, I, I reside, my home is here in, in Phoenix. So that team that's rolling here in, in the AZ is a legitimate contender. Those two teams will meet on January 2nd, but yeah, yeah I would put this Cowboys team up there, you know, the top, top three or four teams. Um, and then it's just going to come down to the, the battle of attrition, you know, who's the healthiest and who is ready to make some noise come playoff time. But there's no reason to believe for the points that you made with Dan Quinn and this defense. Like I say, hopefully tightening some things up. But don't forget, we're going to get back to Marcus Lawrence and probably Neville Gallimore within, I'm guessing, the next two to three weeks. And this defense, with those guys out, has done a pretty good job of holding their own. And they've got some other reinforcements coming as well. We'll get Lyle Collins back this week up on the offensive line. So, yeah, uh, the long answer to your question, they are absolutely a contender. And we, we talked about this earlier tonight, that Cowboys are actually a great matchup for the Buccaneers. Um, really quickly, if you had to place a bet, uh, where would you place your money? Digs on Defensive Player of the Year, Dak Prescott Comeback Player of the Year, or Cowboys Super Bowl win? Can we do a uh, parlay? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a hell of a payout for you, Kevin. You might be able to retire. And sons, and sons to win it all as well, like a Ford team. Oh, my goodness. Hey, you got to throw that in there. Uh, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, you started with the first two, Diggs and Dak. I mean, right now, they, they would have to be considered the front runners for those two awards. And if those two guys continue to trend the way they are, uh, you, you got to like the Cowboys filling out that uh, that last bet for the Super Bowl. So, 
Kevin, thanks so much, man. Enjoy the uh, rest of the season. We'll be listening and enjoy the games this weekend. Thanks, Kevin. You got it, guys. Thanks, as always. Thank you, Kevin. That's Kevin Ray right there, TV voice of the Suns, national radio voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, a big game for the Cowboys coming up primetime Sunday night, going against the Minnesota Vikings. And, I mean, it's pretty much a pick It's a two-point spread He's right now. He's scared, too. Like Mike McCarthy with no Kellen Moore. Oh it'd be like God. tough with no mace, you know? Literally, it'd be like... First a fat boy break up, and every day I wake up, Mike McCarthy still has a head coaching job. Literally, Mike Abba McCarthy... successful football coach. ...is Puff Daddy, and everyone keeps dying around him. I'm a successful going. football wow. coach. I have That's four deep. years invested <laughs> in Brett Hundley. Uh, Mike, Aaron Rodgers is out with a broken collarbone for the next eight keeping weeks. The course. Any chance you could maybe call up Colin Kaepernick to save this dumpster fire of a season? I'll have four years invested in Brett Hundley. Yeah, Mike, but he's not good. I'll have four years invested in Brett Hundley. He's an NFL caliber. Court. No, and, he's not, Mike. He sucks. Well, he, Mike can't McCarthy, complete, he can't complete a ball 15 yards down the field, Mike. Can you, can you see the game clock I'm is what I would ask. I, I, I that show, was wild. I showed the boys the other. I had a camera in front of me, and Kellen was chewing gum, and I hate that sound that it makes in my earlobes when he's just chewing away, <laughs> so I was a little distracted. Uh, I had the new VHS tape of Gallagher that I have to show the boys. Y'all want to see me smash some fruit? Y'all want to see me smash some fruit? They've been playing well ever since that Gallagher video. People forget. People forget. I do not miss Mike McCarthy, and especially when I have uh, Matt LaFleur and his beautiful, beautiful I, I mean, I, I know he's not going to say, oh, <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's going to get fired for Kellen Moore, but, like, if I was Jerry Jones, I would say, listen here, Kellen, uh, I'm going to give Mike McCarthy one more year, oh, yeah. and the job is yours. Oh, yeah. As soon as his contract's up, the job is yours. Just stay. Yeah. I'd old, I would old yeller Mike McCarthy myself. Yeah, put him out the pasture. <laughs> Listen. Whatever it takes. I'm not Listen. losing. I'm not losing Kellen Moore. We had You'd Scott Linehan. Like, we've had bad years, man. I would not lose Kellen Moore. Can't. Zero percent chance. You didn't keep that guy on as the backup and third-string quarterback for eight years for no reason. Honestly, I should have asked Kevin, who do you miss less uh, Jason Garrett or Scott Linehan? It's or, funny because the Mike players Nolan. love Jason Garrett.